0: Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. J.D. Romick. Forget exercise.
1: Just don't not move.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to George Fox Talks, the body edition. I'm Dr. J.D. Romick, physical therapist here at George Fox, and... Lover of health and wellness and all things uh, to support your optimal body. So today I have somebody very special to me. This is Dr. Tyler Cudford, PT, PhD, man of many hats. You actually have a lot of things in your background that are, you're very multifaceted. You work on cars. You do. Yep. You build shoes. You worked at Nike for a time. You are a PT. You directed the PT program. You founded it here. Yep. Ran it for about 12, 13 years. 12, yep. And anyway, huge mentor of mine as well. But today we're going to get into movement and not being sedentary. But anyway, welcome.
1: Yes. Thank you. I'm uh, actually very excited to be here. I've been here once before. And mm-hmm. um, was that was that with us with uh, Dan Kang? Yep. Dr. Kang. Dr. Yeah, Kang. So, which was great. And talked about uh, um, exercise as well. We're uh, we're going to my background. Yes. So, um PhD, uh, PT, I uh, practiced for a number of years and uh, thought I wanted to teach. Mm-hmm. So I uh, went and got a PhD and then was re- uh, promptly recruited by Nike to help them in their research lab. Great. And so I uh, worked primarily in, in basketball, uh, basketball mm-hmm. research, and uh, looking at the influence that footwear had on performance yeah. uh, mostly. So cushioning systems and things like that uh, was, was, was my wheelhouse and materials if you remember
0: the Nike Shock, didn't you help develop the Nike Shocks? I did. I helped mm-hmm. uh, in,
1: in basketball world, helped uh, develop Nike Shocks and um, helped sign a number of athletes. LeBron? So, yeah, LeBron. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, uh, I have heard of Carmelo, him. Carmelo, Anthony. Yeah, Carmelo. Anyway. Co- Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, the kind of the big, big three there in the, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And then, um, interestingly, uh, brother reached out and wanted to buy a commercial printing business. So... Um, Left uh, the world of uh, academia and uh, research and industry and and uh, started a uh, commercial printing business with my brother.
0: Nice, yeah anyway, so we're here today to talk
1: about movement movement but interestingly, the nuance so I'd really like to talk about not being sedentary I like that so it's a it's a nuance where we we, we all know, so the audience included and um My grandpa tells a story about smoking. Uh, So my grandfather died years ago, but he was ninety six, and so you know, early, early, early on, when um, when everyone started to smoke fifties, sixties, he told me that everyone knew it was bad for them already back then, right? And so, conversely, um, I think primarily. You know, may, maybe even not the m- rural, most rural outposts, um, everybody knows the benefits of exercise. Yeah, and so I don't know, just you know beating that horse may you know, may not work, and so uh, maybe the nuance of um, not to be sedentary mm. is more powerful than, oh, you better go exercise. Yeah, it's
0: not worked. Yeah. So, so what's the difference? So if I were to talk to somebody and say, um, we need this much exercise in the week, that's what people say it means to be healthy. Yep, yep.
1: 150 to 300 minutes a week. Beautiful. Okay, so where did they get that number? Do you know?
0: Hmm, I don't. Can you enlighten, enlighten yeah. us? So
1: it's, uh, it's, it's, it was a um, physical activities guideline from a scientific committee published in 2018 by the government. Mm -hmm. And so highest level of researchers and um, uh, culminated hundreds of articles uh, from the last 10 years. So from 2008, they used articles before 2008, but uh, primarily from 2008 to 2018, looked at hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of articles, Mm -hmm. compiled that data into what they thought was uh, guidelines for physical activity. Mm -hmm. And so that's where those numbers came up. There's graphical information. Uh, I, I think uh, the, the the information will be po- posted there. Um, but what's profound, if you really read it, it's 779 pages. So if you're um, ambitious, uh, go ahead. And... Um, <laughs> You
0: reviewed it before you came in here today. I, I did yeah.
1: I did glance at it a, oh, a little bit okay. because, because uh, the power... I just remember I've talked about it a number of times before and you know e- even internationally I've talked about the physical activities guideline. Um, but the nuance is uh, when you look at all-cause mortality, so mm-hmm. meaning everything that um, uh, seems to be negative on us and, and cause us to die... That's preventable. So all cause mortality. So yeah. um, and and what what's linked is heart disease has always been number one. Mm-hmm. So the number one disease that's preventable, uh, primarily, uh, largely preventable uh, that that kills us is um, heart disease. The next yeah. one is cancer. I'm sorry, uh, cardiovascular disease. So mm-hmm. stroke. Yep. And then the next one is lack of movement. So not exercise it's just being sedentary is number three. and so and that's the result of this uh, physical activities guideline report. so and it's profound. So if you look at graphs and I'm a geek that way and so if you look at the graphs in in the report it, it there's a, a dramatic decrease from any type of activity of not being sedentary. So if you're sedentary, it has all these negative effects to, uh, you know on your body. Uh, and that just the littlest amount of activity, not exercise, we're going to differentiate exercise from activity. Mm-hmm. I hate to exercise. That's weird, right? Because...
0: I mean, no, you're not, that's okay. not okay. weird. Is that not weird? Hating because exercise, oh my gosh. exercise I mean, is hard. I hate,
1: I mean, everyone calls me a runner because I, uh, there's a running group for 20 years. We run every Saturday. Somebody usually was preparing for a marathon. So a lot of times we'd go long. And Jeez. so for yeah. 20 years, we, we, every Saturday morning, rain or shine or sleet yeah. or snow, there'd be a handful of us running. I haven't to be transparent. I, I I'm going to. We're going to talk about this too. I hurt my knee uh, a couple of years ago, and yeah. you, you looked at it and mm-hmm. uh, you know, tore my meniscus. And so um, I've been lazy. Uh, I'm back running again, but but people call me a runner, and it's just like, well, one, I don't look like a runner, and then two, I hate to run. And so yeah. so exercise, I, I don't know. I, I I don't necessarily want to talk about exercise. Yeah. I don't like to exercise. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, I, I breathe. It stresses real, the body. <laughs> I really, I breathe really hard. Yeah. when I run, I mean, and I it, sweat a lot. I, yeah. I sweat a lot, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, panting, <laughs> and then, and then you're done, and then, um, I've been, running with my wife lately, <clears throat> and then she'll finish and say, oh my gosh, I feel so much better, and I'm still breathing hard, <laughs> and I'm still like panting my heart out. This is like. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel good yet. I've never experienced the runner's no, high. No, never experienced no. the runner's high. So, and I've been running a long, long time. I may have felt it one or two times out of these, you know, last 25 yeah. years I've run. Um, so, I just, uh, it, people that are listening here, I'm pretty sure everyone knows the benefits of exercise. So, I don't want to yeah. talk about that. But the what, what's really happening is, uh, the amount of information that we know that it's detrimental to us to be sedentary. I think that's a different lens or at least a different conversation to have. So that's, uh, you know, that's kind of where I'd like to go.
0: Well, I want to chime in too, because the, the coolest thing I learned about the blue zones who are the longest living cultures in the world with lowest, um, all cause mortality or like causes of morbidity. They don't have all the disease that we do, but they don't train for marathons. They don't hit the gym and lift weights, yeah. they actually just are forced into movement more naturally in their environment. They walk everywhere. Yeah. They don't use gardening tools or mechanical tools for convenience. Like they take care of everything outside that they need to. They're just willed into movement a lot more. And so it kind of struck me that they don't actually train their bodies like right. we do. They don't exercise and they're not miserable. In fact, some of them drink wine, every day
1: they do they, and they they have meat every day yeah right small amounts mm-hmm. right so and and pe- there might be some critics of the blue zones you know from a, a research kind right. of methodology kinds right. of things and uh, one of the things one of the profound things just what you had said those that lived higher up in the mountains in greece lived longer Mm-hmm. from the coast, right? Because they would have to go down to the, right. down to the coast to fish and yeah. do these things and then walk up the hill, you know, to get back to yep. their house. And so they're actually the ones that live the longest. Right. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah.
0: And they're not panting and, well, they might be panting and breathing hard, but it's just normal. It's just for them.
1: it's normal activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not exercise. They're, right. like you said, they're not training for marathons. They're, they don't have their heart rate monitor on. They're not judging all of those kinds right. of things and getting their sports drink and uh, they're just active. They're yeah. they're normal. They're not sedentary. Right. They're not coming home from work, sitting down in front of the TV, coming home from school, mm-hmm. you know, and playing video games or. Yeah. And so here we go, too. You could easily be doing something constructive.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: meaning, I mean, video games are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube's not bad or yeah. you're on, you know, you can learn a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, What well, we talked about outside. Yeah. It used to be, oh, I stayed at Holiday Inn, so, you know, I know all this stuff. But yeah. now it's, oh, I watched the YouTube video, and now I can do stuff. Yeah. So there, yeah. there's power in that for sure, um, but that's being sedentary, mm-hmm. right? So the negative parts of just going home and reading a book, interestingly, sure, it cultures your mind, absolutely forms, the, you know, mm-hmm. language and thought and all sorts of great things about, uh, you know, a- education. But you're still being sedentary. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that, that's what I you know, want to kind of keep revolving the conversation around right. is be, not being sedentary.
0: Yeah, well, Byron even was asking us, Byron in the studio here, he was uh, saying, what if I get up from my couch and go to the refrigerator? <laughs> Does that count as movement?
1: And then I, I'm going to say yes, which is going to be interesting, the, what, you know, the, how the audience will take that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we have this idea that um you know it has to be exercised. Yeah. What if you had you know you put your M&Ms across the room and so every time you <laughs> went got the M&M you had yeah. to get up. Yeah. And so it's it's about being more active and being less sedentary.
0: Yeah. I love that. So you brought some articles you wanted to talk I, about I, some geeky I, I things. I did.
1: So I'm going to I mean I geek out just a little bit cuz um the I know we're talking about not being sedentary. So, mm-hmm. but the power of movement, the power of not being sedentary, is profound. So that physical activities guideline, uh, uh, we we can talk about. Let's we can talk about anxiety,
0: mm-hmm.
1: depression, self-efficacy, those kinds of things. Yeah. And and uh, the literature is very clear. Um, it's you, you, you talked about chronic pain, mm-hmm. so we we can kind of link. Not that those have anything to the chronic pain, but when we look at all and this and this is hard to you know in in the in the scientific world to have everyone agree right. Mm-hmm. So if you read all all these articles, you know I, I want to say there's probably ninety some percent agreement, ninety five percent agreement that in the chronic pain world, those that got better had to include movement.
0: Yeah, so well, you could you
1: just couldn't talk about it. Yeah. and talk about your anxiety or your chronic pain and put in plans you know that, that, that actually work, right yeah. put in those kinds of plans. The only people that got better were those that moved and talked about it. Yeah, right. So it's it's the combination of kind of this idea that nutrition and exercise are both they're better for you than just one alone. Yeah, and so right. you have to include that movement in chronic pain. Or people don't get better. That's clear in the literature. Right. Hundreds and hundreds of articles show that. Yeah. And so you know the same with activity. It's best to be non-sedentary than it mm-hmm. is not to be. And so when 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 uh, there there's a, a gentleman, a doctor Andrew Huberman, he's at mm-hmm. Stanford. Yeah. He's got his own podcast. Neuroscience. Neur- Neuroscience. Yeah. Love geek. that guy. And, um, I, not, not that I listen to a lot, a lot of that, but, um, but, but I've heard a handful of things and I, I like when he talks about, cause he's like, a uh, he understands the, the neurochemistry. Mm-hmm. So the, the interaction between the nervous system and, um, um, you know, the, the chemical interaction between the nervous system. Yeah. And so rather than the psychology of the nerve, of, 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 the nervous, right, s- right. central nervous system. So and and he links all of this uh, very nicely with mood, so whether it be anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, self-efficacy, mood follows movement, yeah. not the other way around. And so, uh, mood changes uh, when you are more active. And right. so that I think that's rather than being sedentary. So the more the less sedentary you are the more the the more, the, the better changes you have in your mood so yeah. that's that's powerful from a psychology standpoint
0: that's huge cuz you're never always motivated <laughs> to work out ah uh, it's you're like super hard. I'll, I'll work out when i'm when i'm ready when i'm in the mood for it you rarely are so ever in the mood m-
1: most listeners here in the pacific northwest and it's uh, you know 38 and rainy right about Cold. now 44 and rainy i think uh, you know today yeah. so uh, that is not motivating in any way no. you know, to, to to go and do some things. but uh, so but your mood changes. So back to, you know,, uh, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. So per, that's my personal kind of feelings. so mean, meaning, uh, right after exercise, I'm, st- my heart rate's still too high and it's elevated and I'm breathing hard and I'm yeah. painful and I'm buckled over. Right. And <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's true. Right. So I go, I have to finish on a hill before we get to our house and I'm just like dying at the end of the street. Yeah. And so, um, but it takes a while for, you know, those things to, for me to say, oh, I was, it was better that I exercised today or, yeah. you know, those things. So, um,
0: well, and I'll keep adding on to that because I think I've mentioned maybe on this podcast before is that they're not even funding research for mild to moderate yeah. depression uh right. drugs uh, anymore pharma- because pharmaceutical yeah research. pharmaceutical research because exercise is such a powerful antidepressant
1: it is, mm-hmm. and so uh all right, so I'm gonna get a little more geeky here, so this is in the um uh, uh, um I don't remember the title of the journal. I'm sorry. It, it'll be posted as well, though, but um, or linked. Uh, your skeletal muscle system is now being thought of as, as an endocrine organ mm-hmm. because it releases these hormones, right? these endocrines. So your so muscles
0: release hormones.
1: Your muscle secretes hormones, and they're called myokines. So what they're finding in... The skeletal muscle myokines is that through the blood-brain barrier, these chemicals actually are being transmitted from the skeletal muscle to the central nervous system, and they found uh, you know links to that. So it's it's now being thought that um, be, because of exercise and movement, that these myokines are stimulating in these strong neural connections. So let's use Alzheimer's as an example. Yeah. So uh, most of the current research suggests that uh, those that are more active have uh, less chance of alzheimers so that that's mm-hmm. clear in the literature yeah and so they're they're wondering about these these neurochemicals mm-hmm. you know that are contributing to that and one of the things that they're finding which i thought was profound it's these nuances again it's not because we, you know the benefits people have shown that forever right you know the benefits of that but what they've found is if you're not movement, so again, sedentary, uh, if you're more sedentary, uh, the, the neurochemicals actually, the, the being sedentary degrade the neurotransmitters. So, your so link, it has the opposite effect. It has the opposite effect. So, yeah. so not that it has a, a negative effect. It actually ruins the connection between the muscle and the brain in the central nervous system. Wow. So you have less con- connectivity between the mus- skeletal muscle system and the central nervous system, and so, uh, so it's it's like the smoking idea. So um, uh, it's actually worse if you do. So that's why you know that 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 fake title was sedentary might be being sedentary is worse than smoking, and it's the exact same thing because what it does it not only do you physiologically not feel better and all and all those kinds of things that lack of movement or being sedentary does it degradates the neural transmission of you know these pathways so i think that that's a again a nuance and so um being sedentary is really bad so i'm curious
0: about the effects because i get a lot of folks as a pt yeah so picture you've just had an injury like your knee
1: okay
0: um you decide wow, every time I run, my knee blows up yep. and it hurts. Yep, I'm not going to run anymore. Yeah, I don't want to make it worse. Yeah, Six months down the line, maybe you have more knee pain because you're like, I just didn't want to make it worse. Yeah, But in that six months, you haven't been doing anything on it. Now, all of a sudden, you have worse pain. Some people, it's they twist an ankle, so they don't do anything on that ankle. So they learn to use the other leg a little bit more. Then when they start putting more weight on that ankle, it starts hurting again. I see it all the time, yeah. kind of this inactivity-related pain. Yeah. Does that make sense with what you're describing? It's
1: completely real. So, and that's not just a phenomenon of the United States, right? Mm-hmm. So you've traveled to Africa, yeah. right? And yep. so on your trip. And yeah, we did uh, clinics. I, and, we did, yeah. uh, you know, uh, primary care clinics across the country, a couple of different countries and, and... Um, teaching
0: physical therapists there. Yep. yep. Teaching
1: PTs there, uh, teaching exercise, phys, you know, exercise science, uh, yeah. d- you know, doing these community health screenings mm-hmm. and uh, primary care clinics and... Uh, Physical activity, it, physical inactivity, inactivity related pain is real. Yeah. And so I can use my own personal ex- experience. So knock on the door 60, right? So I, uh, and don't take this message home. I tried, you know, rehabbing my knee. So I uh, hurt my meniscus mm-hmm. and, um, uh, every time I would go for a run or be active, my knee would blow up and be painful. And so I uh, thought, well, I know how to do this. I teach how to do this. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I had JD um, mm-hmm. put me on a program uh, to really hyper focus some exercises on my knee. And the, the literature is very clear that um, uh, it works in people that are my age. So maybe 40, what, 40, mm-hmm. 40 on older. So mm-hmm. Uh, the, the exercise programs for those that have tweaked their knee or tweaked their hip, or uh, it's just as effective as surgery. Mm-hmm. And so I says, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to go in and have my knee cleaned up. I'm just going to, yeah. I'm going to rehab it. Well, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I tried it one time and then it just, it didn't just kept on blowing, getting painful and, and tried it again. So I, I had, uh, uh, I took some time off, mm-hmm. not on purpose. Right. So there was just some, a lots of kind of challenges you know that uh whether it be work or yeah. you know a- other kinds of things so
0: life things life things that got, happens got to in the way and
1: so uh I, I was a little disappointed in myself for um letting some things influence my activity and so you know stopped running again another um, human thing yeah being human yeah and so um i said screw it here uh a couple months ago, I says, you know what, I, I'm, I've gained weight, uh, my, I'm not disciplined anymore, or, or less disciplined, and I've, I've just got to get back to doing things that I know that it's healthy for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I move and I exercise because I know it's better for me not yeah. to. And so so I started back up again. And actually, my knee's not been bothered at, at all, Just a, a, a little bit, right? So but what I said was, I don't care if it blows up again because it's better for me to move than it is to be sedentary. And so started up again after about a year and a half off, which is Mm -hmm. weird uh, for me. And, um, and I I feel better. It's It's my knees better. It's a feel a little twinge, Mm -hmm. but for them, it's not, you know, being, it's not, uh, it's not swelling like it used to or painful at night or or anything like that.
0: But you understood the bigger picture of it's really important for me to move yeah. and framing it in a way too of this is important for my mental health. It's important yeah. for my confidence as a human. It's important for, uh, my body to feel better, to secrete these myokines yeah. from my muscles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, that's my big encouragement. If I had a message to the world that I could get out there as a PT, it would be that 6 months that year that you haven't been loading. Sometimes it's a decade. Yeah. People won't move cuz they sit, they their knee popped yep. 10 years ago and they don't want to move. Loading up those mo- you're you're likely either healed or exercise is going to benefit more than it's going to hurt you. Yeah. Is that movement is mood follows action. like you're saying movement is the thing that is going to get your your mind right, it's going to get your body right and we don't want our muscles to to waste away cuz they're so helpful for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so
1: so we we um talked a little bit about chronic pain.
0: Mhm.
1: Me as a PT switched here uh, uh you know it took me a long time. I used to you know practice kind of this old pattern of of PT and my my own personal belief on pain was uh you know it varies of course. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a um uh, my my father-in-law doesn't have any Novocaine when he goes in for you know yeah. a, a root canal or something just just he, he grabs <laughs> he grabs the armrest right and so he's he's like the, the toughest guy I know uh, you know and I, I know people that you know if I call them and they answer uh, hello <laughs> yeah. they have a cold <laughs> yeah right so it's just you know, you know those oh, you yeah. Know, so, oh yeah so so you have this um, wide range of uh, responses to pain completely normal mm-hmm. uh, when someone so I, I realized I, I don't know maybe 10 years ago when we you know started getting into it with Dr. Kang um, the pain that someone experiences from bending over or moving or loading their knee that's real okay so it's not physiologic mm-hmm. meaning right you know the that the, the that tissue has healed right. yeah there's it's no not, damage it's not physiologic right. But when you look at the neural links, it's completely linked to movement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's interesting. So right. pain is linked to movement. So when you move your central nervous system thinks that that's eliciting uh, eliciting these pain signals that used to when it had pathological damage. Right. right. So, so uh, I, I like what you said. You just have to say it's better for me mm-hmm. to move And that pain isn't necessarily physiologic. Yeah. And so it's an adaptation that our central nervous system is used to protect ourselves, Right. And um, again, again, it's, it's not, it's not exercise, but if you were just to go move again and Mm -hmm. not be sedentary, your, your body is going to adapt a whole lot better.
0: The body adapts, no matter what your age, the body adapts and it responds to that load and that, That new stress you're putting on it It doesn't feel fun at the time, but get with a PT, work through that stress. Yeah. And, and I think you're, you're going to be in a much better spot. So this is usually the part of the show where I ask for your top tips, things to take for the listeners to take away. You warned me about that. I did. It can be one tip. It can be five.
1: Well, all right. So uh, not everyone is a geek like me. I do like to read. Yeah. Used to not like to read, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do enjoy reading, and um, so the the, the they're going to link that uh, um, physical activities guideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's seven hundred and seventy nine pages, so there's one tip. Okay, take a, just take uh, you can actually read the introduction. And so mm-hmm. it's, it's just a, a few pages of the 779. It's, it's a, it's a review actually of all the, the entire. So in two or three pages, you can get the, uh, the, the gist, the, the gist, the benefits yeah. of reading 779 pages. So, uh, very, very, very powerful. So that's, that's tip number one. Cause, uh, you, you, you can believe me or not, uh, but that, the, the, the literature is pretty clear. Yeah. And so that would be, that would be interesting, but, um, that, that's, that, that would be one takeaway. The other is, uh, try to differentiate among yourselves between, you know, movement or activity and exercise. Yeah. I'm not asking you to exercise
0: mm-hmm. that
1: might come later. Yeah. I'm asking you not to be sedentary. Yeah. And I think that's, that's another takeaway. So, yeah. uh, purpose amongst, uh, you know, your family and you, if you're, you know, single, um, to do something that's not sedentary after you get home. Yeah. And so not just to plop on the couch or uh, yeah. after dinner or whatever, yeah. um, but to do some something, um, some movement, uh, not exercise, mm-hmm. but something. Because, uh, again, it's, it's the graph that I kind of talked about, and I can kind of frame it. But, um, you know, you've got exercise per week or minutes of exercise a week on one graph and then all cause mortality so when someone why someone dies on the other on the other axis yeah. and and um, it's profound when you look at it is any amount of movement dramatically decreases any type of activity any being less sedentary decreases your your chance of mortality yeah. uh and then it levels off and that's where those numbers come in yeah uh, you know up to 300 um right uh, minutes a week i know i'm not supposed to add things but so here we go ready right? so if you exercise 30 hours a week your risk goes up
0: which is interesting which is interesting it's like right don't exercise too much yeah so uh, there, there, much. there actually is
1: uh, you know literature <laughs> yeah. that says hey you can exercise too much and yeah. you're gonna that graph will start to go up again and uh you're actually less healthy than right. those that just do a moderate amount of activity.
0: the body needs the recovery it you know, needs all those to, all those kinds of things. Wrap, you're,
1: you're yeah. actually you're, like you said earlier i mean the reason that you're bending over breathing hard is because it's stressing your body and <laughs> right. it's painful right and so that's normal yes yeah so uh you know to get out and move uh, and having something you know tweak having a twinge, having, you know, mm-hmm. some response to that is, is pretty normal. Yeah. And 99 times out of 100, it's there's nothing.
0: Yeah. And it's better to move than not.
1: It's better to not be sedentary. Yeah. It's better to move than not. Yes.
0: It's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing all your wisdom today. Certainly. This was super helpful. And I hope that uh, this reaches you if you have somebody in your life that Um, not that if they need a nudge to move, but if they're afraid to move or if they've had an injury in their past, or, um, maybe you want to get out and connect with your friends and go on a walk or do something to not be sedentary, do it.
1: Maybe you're having trouble sleeping. Yeah. Oh, actually the the literature again is clear. uh, That helps.
0: So thank you again, Tyler. Yes, you're welcome. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: This video podcast is a production of George Fox digital. To find more material like this, you can subscribe to George Fox Talks on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Our team really appreciates your feedback in the form of likes, comments, and reviews, and we'd really love to hear what you think. To sign up for our weekly email list and to keep up to date with the latest episodes and publications, you can check us out on the web at georgefox.edu. talks Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.